This is episode 7 of Eat, Play, Sex. Here's a hot highlight for what's to come. Wait, wait, I, yes. I see a quote happening. Honey, I'm well, just not in the mood. I've just got too many medals in my body. <laughs> Enter Wendy excuse. Myers with the truth. That's a perfectly legitimate excuse, actually. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the, the problem is we have a lot of these metals. They interfere in our hormones. And I'll go down a list and tell you the different metals and the, the hormones they interfere in. And, I mean, not to mention all the chemicals, the estrogenic chemicals that are in our beauty products and perfumes and all the stuff that we're oh slathering on our bodies every day. I mean, it's no, it's not surprising that people aren't horny and their libidos are in the toilet. This podcast is for mature audiences 18 and over and for entertainment purposes only. Please contact your healthcare provider before pursuing any of our topics discussed. You're listening to Eat, Play, Sex with your queens of climax, Dr. Cat and Die, the place to get play, sex, and nutrition talk straight to your ears. Side effects of this podcast may include more lovemaking, hormone harmony, spontaneous sex, exceptional orgasms, less sugar cravings, and more sex cravings. In rare cases, listeners experience a strong desire to try new sexual positions and lube with organic edibles. If you experience moods happier than usual, contact your Facebook friends immediately. Hey lovers, this is Dr. Kat. I'm here with Diane Kayser. Welcome to Eat, Play, Sex. I like the way you say my name better. Can I borrow your voice for a day? No, it's mine. That's not, that <laughs> reminds me of, of Little Mermaid. You know, I'm going to steal your voice. You and your dingle hopper? <laughs> my dingle hopper. Wait. Let me tell you about my dingle hopper. Is that a sex toy, a dingle hopper? Is that like the Little Mermaid sex toy? Uh, probably. I, I don't know. I feel like we should talk to you. We actually talked to a lot of sex toy companies this weekend. And mermaids. And mermaids. Mermaids? Sure Where were the mermaids? Um, in my mind. And unicorns. Everything is magical at a sexual health expo. That's true. You know what? Oh, so we were at the sexual health expo in Los Angeles where I got to be a featured speaker talking about using yoga and partner yoga and acro yoga for intimacy. It was a lot of fun. It was both all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And a bunch of companies from from sex toys to lube to fetish to all kinds of even, i don't know even like a botox resorts i saw yeah. botox too what are you guys doing here <laughs> what are you doing here you're not sex is this how to get wrinkles off of your vagina i don't understand why are you guys here this isn't a sexual thing yeah we embrace wrinkles on our vagina here yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly and wisdom too right you know speaking of little mermaid i did see the booth next to us so i had a booth with dr ava cadell where she was Episode talking to Episode two here on Eat, Play, Sex. And I was talking about the using yoga for intimacy. And our neighbors, the booth next to us, they had all of these crazy psychedelic looking dildos. Okay. Now, only (laughs) at a sexual convention can you walk up and down aisles and just have dildos hanging (laughs) off of the rafters. It sounds like like a, what what do you call it when women get married? The um, when women get married, they're, um, they hang dildos. No, no. When women get married, they go on their, their bridesmaid. What do you call it again? Bachelor. Bachelor, Bachelor party. Yes. Yeah. That's what it sounds hanging like. Dildos. Hanging dildos. <laughs> well, Vegas. anyway, so this company here next to us, they had tentacles for dildos, <laughs> which I was like, 
what is that? It, it literally looked like this giant octopus tentacle coming out of the table. Weird. And I picked it up and I was like shaking around. I was like, what do you do with this? And I <laughs> was like, oh, that's for people who he's like, that's one of our number one sellers. It's for people who have for fantasy play, especially people who are into uh, anime. So being f***ed by a tentacle. Oh, I, can I say that word? I don't, I don't know. It's our show. I've never heard us say swear words, but okay. You're just paraphrasing. I was I was paraphrasing. But you, yeah, using the tentacles and using that as an dildo. And I was like, oh, that sounds sounds interesting. Didn't something fall on you? <laughs> That's another story. I had a... <laughs> I was talking with this gentleman about using yoga for intimacy and the booth next to us had these hanging tiny, uh, they were like dick uh, soaps. They were soaps in the shapes of penises, right? And I'm talking and one of them falls and hits me in the head. And the woman, yeah, dickhead, she picks it up and she's like, oh, you got hit here. Are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I guess I just got hit in the head with a dick. And I was like, that's not the first time. But you're like, just like my last date. Just kidding. No, never. Please do not do that, man. <laughs> so she gave it to me and she is like, here you go. You can have it. And this poor gentleman who's talking to me, I'm, I'm holding this tiny penis in my hand. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do about this. He's like, oh, you got yourself a little penis there. Oh, <laughs> it's just, I couldn't even handle it. I, oh. I don't know. The things that happen at these, you know, this is my first sexual health expo and you know, if you guys have heard us talk before in episodes previous, I'm I come from a very prideful shame kind of shaming sex shaming family raised Catholic ish. Um, and I don't even know if my mom listens to these, but I, I know that she is supportive of me now, no matter what. And so we have a great relationship. So for many years, I hid a lot of things about my sexual life. I didn't really have anybody to talk to. So walking around the sex expo, I um, I felt more free than before. So I, I felt proud that I've come more of a long way with that you've come yeah that yeah that (laughs) done with show she's Um, come a long way ladies and gentlemen yeah so I felt more like I was able to play instead Mm. of there being you know like I'm at this thing and my mom would be very disappointed by me and shame and carrying shame with me I carried instead of shame instead of carrying around shame with me I carried a few free samples we were given of some really fun sex toys that we that, were yeah. yeah really cool conversations and i got to follow along dr cat and, and watch her ask questions about different um lubes and different toys and got to you know we saw this really cool device that cleans toys oh my god that was amazing yeah well we might bring her on the show so you guys can hear some of these really alter you know, awesome alternatives to cleaning your toys so it's less toxic which mm-hmm. is today's topic um, not with sex toys, but toxicity. toxicity. And yeah. so that's why it's a really good segue to introduce our speaker because... Um, what are you putting inside yourself? Yeah. <laughs> in every orifice. Literally. Like in every orifice. Now, Kat, you were asking some really good questions and we were kind of tag teaming about that because a big issue with sex block is is vaginal tissue toxicity. Yeah. And so what... what you said that there is something that they put on the outside of these boxes on the packaging that concerned you. Something like it said. Um, oh, oh, oh. So <laughs> there you, you really need to read the packaging on any of your sex toys, because if you think about these going internally, it's not going to be the same 
benefit or, or health uh, going inside of you as it is something that you just hold in your hand, right? So thinking about what are the materials made out of in these in these sex toys or in these lubes that are going inside you. I've been finding a lot of cheaper toys that you can just buy off of Amazon or you can buy off the internet, uh, but they say literally on the package, not for internal use. A sex toy, yeah. not for internal use. It's, it's bizarre, but we all know that sex toys go internal, right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're going to be, like you said, like I was saying earlier, hang them from your rafters. Yeah. Dildos from your rafters. But yeah. I, I'd rather use them. <laughs> Agreed. And so I, I think there's a lot of foods today, too. And we're, we're going to talk about this today with our, she's an amazing expert, everyone. She's an amazing expert on toxicity and how um, it is sex blocking us from having the sex life, the sex um, period, the orgasms, and, and, and just in general, the life that we desire. And when Kat said that she's, you know, not used for, not to be used for internal use, and these are sex toys that are built for internal use, I just thought, okay, we must not be reading the labeling, or yeah. they just are not taking special attention to building these things for our safety. So we can't just blindly trust. I mean, no. You guys can get blind in the bedroom if you want and, and play, but mm. not blindly trust when it comes to purchasing things that go inside of you. So I'm super stoked to introduce you guys to Wendy Myers. She's um, She and I are both fellow functional diagnostic nutritionists, and that's how I know her. I've watched her just, just kick ass at life and kick ass in her business and kick ass at really helping some rock stars in the industry transform their life and, and open their eyes to a lot of these things that, that are not uncovered in the medical industry now. And so Wendy Myers is the uh, creator of live210.com. And Ooh. yeah, 110. Can you imagine like amazing sex until 110 years old? I'm going to teach <laughs> yoga until I'm 110 and yo yoga for sex. For, so both. Yoga for sex to 110. I'm afraid my pelvis might fall apart if no! I have <laughs> No! I like disintegrated to dust or something. Pelvic inflammatory disintegration. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds awful. I know. We're, okay, we're not talking about how to prevent pelvic in, in a inflammation disintegration today. We're going to talk about, well, sort of. No, we are. Actually, never mind. We are. But, but Wendy, Wendy is a functional diagnostic nutritionist. She's in Los Angeles, California, um, which is where Cat lives, Dr. Cat mm -hmm. lives, in which I live neighboring in Orange County. She attended the Institute for Integrative Nutrition in New York and has a degree in entrepreneurship from the University of Southern California. And that's very obvious if you guys visit her website. She uses hair mineral analysis and other functional medicinal, uh, medical tests to de design custom mineral power programs. Oof. Yeah, it's a very, very individualized, targeted nutritional therapy and nutrient therapy program to facilitate toxic metal and chemical detox. Toxic metal. Yep. You, and we're going to talk a little bit about, I just did mine with Wendy last month and I was like, oh man, this is not, this is not surprising, but it's still there. Wow. Um, but she's huge on chemical detox, uh, healing the adrenals and the thyroids, so mm -hmm. the hormonal you know, endocrine system to regain energy and brain function and reverse and prevent disease. So... She has a pretty big role. Wendy, welcome to Eat, Play, Sex, Girlfriend. Yay. Thank you for having me. For mm. sure. And thank you for all you do. I want to ask Wendy something. You know, I'm talking about sex toys. Did you ever have a favorite sex toy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Besides your uh, hand. You know, I've never been asked that question on a uh -huh. podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be your first. 
Oh, I like that. I don't know. I like vibrating things. Things that vibrate. That's what I like. Things that vibrate for 500. <laughs> we have two questions for you. Either one of the two, and you can answer one of them, Wendy. One, number one question is, what is your most embarrassing sex moment? Or you can answer the other question, which is, what was one crazy diet or nutrition thing you tried for sake of your sex health or body? Okay. Yeah. So, um, the first question, the craziest sex experience is I, I met some guy and we went on a date and at the end of the day it was going so good. And then we went back to his apartment and he asked me if I wanted a massage. And I said, sure. I love massages. Oh, I hate that question. Yeah. (laughs) But it was fine. I, he gave me a massage and, uh, he started rubbing my feet and then, um, I guess he decided, uh, I guess he had a foot fetish Ah. and, um, Yes, I. After the fact, I realized he had orgasm on my foot, oh, and uh, what? So completely creeped out. Yeah, well, so that well, was. Yeah. I didn't really realize it was happening. It, it like it was so fast, and then I was like, I feel so violated. Oh <laughs> my so god! What a mess! <laughs> Did he clean it up? Well, yeah, yeah, but it was just it was weird. Too far, yeah. yeah. Okay, I love all my foot fetish people out there. It's awesome that you can get off on a very inexpensive, you know, way. Some of us have to get expensive toys. However, please, please remember consent. Consent consent. is so sexy and allows us to really relax when we have the consent because we know that the other person's in on this. So please remember that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, well, you want a massage line. I fell for it. <laughs> Did you ever talk to him after that, Wendy? Oh, no. No, okay. no. I, I pretty much ran for the door. Yeah, like, how, did you, how, do, you, how do you respond to something like that? You're like, uh, what, what is that do? on my foot? Really, I, I didn't really say much. I just kind of got nice to meet you, got dressed, and split. I'm like, mm. I don't really need to say anything. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's just time to go. Bye-bye. Yeah, good for you. Way to draw your boundaries, Wendy. That's important. Yeah. So thank you for uh, thank you for the fun share. That one made me kind of squeamish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into um, some of your background, Wendy, because I know you're really passionate about this, um, and we only have about 45 minutes for the show. So I, I, I know you have a really big tie with um, you know the emotional aspect of your father in this. So why did you get into this health field? Yeah, pretty much it was, you know, because of the the death of my father. I mean, I was search, you know, interested in health on my own. I was just reading for hours a day about health, and then mm. I um, was planning my pregnancy, and I realized I had to get all these toxic chemicals out of my house to prepare for the baby, and so that really got me into the whole detox thing. But then it really hit home when my father was diagnosed with esophageal cancer, Whoa. and it's uh, unfortunately he died within about six months of his diagnosis but in that time I was researching and trying to help him and trying to you know get him to you know maybe go down a more natural route of of healing himself Mm -hmm. but he was too far gone and he passed away and then I, I decided at that time to go to nutrition school and then I pretty much immediately started my live to 110.com site and started writing every week and just all the the research uh, everything that I was learning about I wanted to share it with other people so they could prevent that same kind of tragedy in their own family wow that's powerful you're, yeah. you're taking personal experiences to fuel your passion and what and, and, it, and it's evident like we see this 
Yeah, and it's and it's a journey of myself also in, in mm-hmm. my own healing because you know, like many women, they hit thirty five or forty, and like, what's what's happening here? My libido's gone. I'm exhausted. I'm overweight. I can't lose weight like I used to. I'm not sleeping. Like you know, a lot of changes start happening, and a big result of that, of you know, a big cause actually of that is metal toxicity, and it's something a lot of women aren't really paying attention to. And if you were like me, where you're eating an amazing diet and you're trying to sleep every night and you're taking care of yourself, you're taking supplements, you're exercising and you still feel like crap, (laughs) then Mm -hmm. you really need to start thinking about detoxification as maybe that missing piece of the puzzle in your search for answers and meeting your health goals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I've seen some before pictures of you too, Wendy, and I, I see the same thing in you and your skin and your eyes and your hair uh, that I saw of myself, which is that you look younger now than you did many, many years ago when you first kicked off this journey. And that's a massive compliment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it's, you can kind of reverse aging too. Yeah. <laughs> if you detox and get rid of these, some of these metals that are interfering in your hormones that are, you know, one of the causes of making people overweight or having trouble losing weight, you know? Big time. You know, right now I'm doing, I, we are almost ready to finish out our warrior cleanse. And the, and the big thing that we talked about in there is uh, exposure to metals. And I shared with them my last report with you that, you know, what I had a lot of on my last um, hair tissue mineral analysis. So um, I'm going to start by asking you, like, since since metals is your big, uh, your big focus, I, I can hear people already in their mind kind of going, well, yeah, but I'm not exposed to metals. Like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Right now, yeah. I'm thinking of like heavy metal music. Like, <laughs> that's literally what's going through my head, or something that's mutant. You know? Yeah. Like, like it's not me. Heavy metals in my body. I think of like X Men or something. <laughs> <laughs> Magic powers. Yeah. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. So where where are we exposed to these metals, and then we'll talk about how it can impact our sex lives. Well, everyone without exception has toxic metals in their body. It's just unavoidable. You know, we have all these conveniences of our modern life, our computers and our phones and all these things that have metals in them. Well, those are mined from the earth and that mining process and the burning of coal and all these other things that industries do drudge up these metals and they get into the air, food and water. And so even if you go to great lengths to avoid certain known toxicities, like, you know, a lot of the larger fish, like tuna and things are toxic uh, with mercury and cadmium, um, even if you're trying to do things to avoid metals, it's unavoidable. You're going to get them in the air from smog and car exhaust and from drinking water is a huge source. And um, even if you're drinking clean water, you're showering in water typically that has metals in it. Not me. And, I got a filter. All right. I just got it. Water filter. You're good. Yeah. And, you know, we have it in the food and it's just, it's unfortunate, but it's a reality of modern life. Mm. And you have to start thinking about detox as a lifestyle rather than thinking about doing a program for like a year or what have you. Absolutely. Um, Now, Wendy, when we did my report uh, and, and we had our call to discuss my results, I had never heard what you had said about living in Southern California, you know, I mean, people can be as paranoid and create their own, you know, food phobia about, oh, I, you shouldn't ever eat fish 
because it has mercury in it. You should just avoid it. And people create this paranoia. But then it's like, well, the things that we also breathe in every day, we live geographically in Southern California or wherever it is that contains a lot of toxic airborne molecules. So what was it that you told me that I would love for you to share um, about living in Southern California, the things that we're exposed to that you see very highly um, common on results? Yeah, so in unfortunately in California and even some of the southern southwestern United States, there's uranium in the water. What? And yeah, there's uranium and it could be from fracking. There's a lot of fracking going on underneath Los Angeles. What's that? Unfor- what, can you explain what that is? Fracking, fracking is where they're just uh, these petroleum companies are trying to drill to get a natural gas. Um, and it's it's something that puts a lot of toxins in it destroys the water basically. So not so, sexy. Hmm. No, not, not so, sexy. No. Okay. No, it's not sexy. <laughs> yeah, and so it's one of those things that you know, it just when the way that they're drilling, the way that they're trying to mine the gas, it gets toxins into the water and it kind of ruins the water supply. But that's just one theory that I have. Um, We know that the nitrates they use in fertilizers will etch the uranium out of the rocks and then that will get into the water supply as well. So there's a couple different uh, potential sources, you know? Mm -mm. Yeah. Mine was off the charts too. I was really high in that. Wow. So how is this affecting our sex life? Well, so a lot of loaded questions. She's like, let me tell you how. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not heavy metal music. Wait, wait. I I see a quote happening. Honey, I'm just not in the mood. I've just got too many metals in my body. (laughs) Enter Wendy Myers with the truth. That's a perfectly legitimate excuse, actually. But uh, (laughs) the, the problem is we have a lot of these metals. They interfere in our hormones. And I'll go down a list and tell you the different metals and the, the hormones they interfere in. And I mean, not to mention all the chemicals, the estrogenic chemicals that are in our beauty products and perfumes and all the stuff that we're oh slathering on our bodies every day. I mean, it's no, it's not surprising that people aren't horny and their libidos are in the toilet. And you have to add <laughs> detoxification. Like when I, about three years into my detox program, my libido came screaming back. And I, what is going on down there? <laughs> Whoa. Because <laughs> I went before, my whole life I was on the birth control pill. And we know that uh-huh. destroys your libido. Yeah. So I had never really experienced that, which is very, very, very sad. Oh, and man. Then, yeah, then I got married. I'm like, let's have a baby. And so I got off the, the birth control. So I hadn't been on it for a long time. And I started my detox and then it came back and it was uh, it was a really beautiful thing. It was awesome. And uh, so a lot of the metals that I had to detox to get my libido back were mercury. Mercury is the most common metal toxicity that people have. It's in the fish. It's in shellfish. Whoa. It's in vaccines. It's all, a lot of different things. But uh, mercury lowers progesterone and it increases mm. estrogen. Mm. So when you have estrogen dominance, that can really put a, a you know, Damn kill bad. libido. Yeah. And then copper is another big one too. And, uh, you know, you get too much of that when you take the, the oral um, contraceptive pill or you get a copper mm. IUD. Yes, yes. Yeah, and when copper goes up, estrogen goes up also. 
And so that'll also, you know, usually will decrease progesterone levels too. Mm. And lead is a huge one, you know, and lead is a gasoline additive. And they took it out of the gasoline, you know, a couple of, a few decades ago, but it's still in the soil. So unfortunately, because so much lead was unleashed into the environment from auto exhaust, it's still in our, in our soils. And if anyone's kind of 40-ish or over, they still have, they have a lot of lead in their bones. Mm, wow. And when they hit menopause, you get this faster bone cell turnover, and that lead starts coming out of your bones. <gasps> Stop it. Yeah, and killing your libido, because it, it reduces testosterone production, inhibits testosterone production, and cortisol production, too. And we, and need, we need testosterone for our libido, absolutely. Yes. You had also mentioned progesterone. Can you... Explain to our listeners what that hormone contributes. Uh, what it contributes to libido? Uh-huh. Um, well, basically, um, progesterone kind of keeps estrogen in check. Um, it's like an antagonist to estrogen, so it tones estrogen down. Uh, for example, estrogen can stimulate breast cysts while progesterone protects you against mm -hmm. breast cysts yeah. and things like that. And estrogen enhances salt and water retention while progesterone is a natural diuretic. I know so that around my period. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's why we kind of bloat up around our period because progesterone goes down. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I'm gaining weight. No, it's just water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so you have to have this balance of those or, you know, you're going to be in trouble. And so mo a lot of people are estrogen dominant uh, for, uh, for many different reasons. If anything, because their hormones are out of whack because a lot of different metals and chemicals are interfering in their production or and a lot of these estrogenic chemicals uh, and obesogenic chemicals also interfere in our our estrogen as well. Mm. Yes, perfect perfect segue what I was going to ask next, Wendy, because you had actually interviewed me on your summit about PMS and supplements that uh, we can take to help with the, the symptoms of PMS and how to find our balance. And so I love that you and I get to wrap once again on lady issues and but as a solution to making more love, right? So we just you mentioned the terms estrogen dominance and it's a term that that my followers know a lot about um cat and my collective followers may not so i would love to talk about estrogen dominance what you see as why it's an issue um, where it comes from and then the third part to that is what metals reduce your body's ability to produce sex hormones to prevent estrogen dominance yeah, so as we age, there's about, you know, from age 35 to 50, there's about a 70%, 75% reduction in the uh, production of progesterone in the mm. body. And for estrogen during that same period, it only declines about 35%. So women tend to become estrogen dominant. And, you know, this happens for a lot of different reasons because of their diet and stress and lack of exercise and improper hormone replacement therapy if they're doing that. Their livers are all toxic, so they can't metabolize the excess estrogen. And um, a lot of the, these different chemicals and metals in the body. And even nickel is a metal that's a very, very common nickel. It's found in so many things, especially if you're eating fast food or packaged food or margarine or the bread baskets at, the, at these chain restaurants. Uh, they're full of the nickel um, is found in these partially hydrogenated oils mm -hmm. because that's used as a catalyst to get that fat, the hydrogen into the fat to make the fats really stable. That's why these prepackaged processed foods and fast foods last a long time. 
And so they're full of nickel, like Crisco and margarines and all that garbage that oh my God. all yeah. of us are guilty of eating for a mm-hmm. long time. Mm-hmm. Growing and up. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a very estrogenic metal. And so it will like latch on to estrogen receptors and mimic estrogen in the body. And it uh, also can induce insulin resistance and um, decreases iodine uptake in the thyroid and inhibits release of human growth hormone. A lot of problems. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. And we don't even, we aren't even aware that these things are going on inside of us. That's what scares me is how unmindful, unaware we are. Yeah. And then we get a medication from a doctor, like an antidepressant. (laughs) Yeah. Because we feel like we're going crazy. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that when you go to your doctor, they're not looking at any of this stuff. They're not looking at your nutrition. They're not looking at your metal toxicity. And they're really completely missing the boat. So you, you really, it takes a very, very you know, special, brilliant physician who is like kind of doing functional medicine Mm. and looking Mm. at other underlying root causes. So if your physician is not looking at the underlying root causes of your health issues and they're only going to prescribe you medication, run for the hills because they're not going to really help you. you. You have to look at the underlying root causes. And we know that everyone has toxic metals and that everyone has uh, estrogenic chemicals, and you really have to be looking at that if you're trying to fix your hormones. Wow, for sure. And it's it's the root issues that this it's what's in the soil, which is in our gut, versus what's not. And we talk about that with um, and several some of our other episodes about the importance of gut health and probiotics and toxicity there, and the ability to. Um, detox hormones from the liver. So we'll talk about that in a different episode. But I wanted to also ask about, you know, vaginal tissues um, or just reproductive organ tissues in general. So how can these toxic metals that we're exposed to, Wendy, how can they harm our vajayjays? And then what kind of health issues can these metals cause in our reproductive organs for both men and women? So maybe you want to separate those two or however you want to present it. Yeah, this is a very important question because I know there's a lot of women out there not only suffering from hormonal issues, but from very serious reproductive issues as a result of the, the you know, the interference in the hormones that these toxic metals can cause. Endometriosis is a huge one. Oh, PCOS, yes. polycystic ovarian syndrome, infertility, repeat miscarriages, um, a lot, you know, any any kind of like thyroid and adrenal dysfunction as well. A lot of different uh, serious health issues that really modern medicine does not really have any answers for besides surgeries mm. uh, are really uh, one of the big underlying causes of them are toxic metals. And, you know, just to name a few, um, really any of these metals that I talked about, mercury, copper, lead, cadmium, nickel, cause infertility, PCOS, endometriosis in various ways, and interferon growth hormone and prolactin and all these other hormones. I won't really get into what they all do, but they just in a general sense uh, really have a, a huge influence on our ability to breed, much less have sex. And it's a big reason why so many people are having fertility issues uh, today. You've got to be looking at detoxification. I've got a lot of clients that have 
you know, infertile for years and then got pregnant within a year or two of working with me because they just got rid of these metals just interfering in these natural hormonal production. Yeah, yeah. And the stress that those put on the body causing inability for the the um, cells to attach to the inner inner mm-hmm. uh, receptor site competition. Yeah. Is yeah, what we would there, call that. <laughs> yeah, and like another example is like cadmium, which is very, very common. That metal has been shown to increase the number of natural killer immune cells. And these have to be really low during pregnancy for allow a baby to grow in a mother's body. Mm. And if cadmium is high and the natural killer cells are high, this can cause recurrent miscarriages. Mm, oh my yeah. gosh. That's just one example. Yeah, cadmium. When you helped me read my res- my results, Wendy, my cadmium was high, and I was surprised to see that in it. But not the same time because my dad, when I was a kid, smoked a lot, and our family just smoked indoors. So I thought, well, maybe that's part of it. And so people tend to think like, oh, it's what's happening to me right now versus what we were born and raised with and around. So infertility is so common now that women are spending, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and the success rate of IVF is only like 26%. Mm. So it's like, would you rather spend, you know, maybe a couple thousand dollars on cleaning out your body over a year period and increasing your odds of pregnancy? Um, and of course the sex and the enjoyment and the, on the way there, uh, and have a healthy baby, or would you rather spend, you know, two, three, uh, IVF treatments that are twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 and shame yourself for being broken, not getting pregnant. And I see this so commonly too, Wendy, where people start getting the, the toxins out and they're able to get baby in. <laughs> exactly. And you also want to think about What's going to go into the baby? What, you know, is in your garden, for instance, you know, if you've got lots of toxic metals in your body, that is going to go into the baby Mm -hmm. because your baby is made from your tissues. And so you really want to think even for the baby's health uh, about detoxing for at least two years prior to getting pregnant. Some of our, our older ladies kind of like, you know, 35 and up or 40 and up who are still trying to get pregnant. I understand, you know, you, some women, they have to do what they have to do. Like it's, it's better to get pregnant and have a baby than to be oh, planning it forever and detoxing in an ideal world. That would be great. Um, but, uh, I think that's, you know, really what, you know, people should be trying to focus on if they have time to plan is detoxification because it just makes your, your body healthier and, and the, the pregnancy healthier and your baby healthier. So cadmium is a cad essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's so. really nasty. I mean, it, it's stored in the pituitary gland and in your kidneys and other places too. And that's the pituitary is that master gland that signals to your thyroid adrenals and ovaries. Yeah. So it will interfere in all those glands and all of your hormone production. And, what about uh, yeah? What about the enjoyment of sex? So we're talking about infertility and that kind of thing. But do metals interfere with how much I'm enjoying it? Well, for sure. I mean, you need testosterone to have good, strong orgasms. That's true. And yeah. a lot of these metals interfere in testosterone production, um, namely lead. Lead is a huge one that interferes in testosterone production. Huh. And you also need to, you know, everything has to be in balance. Like you have to have the right levels of testosterone, estrogen, and progesterone. You know, and a simple fix is to take a progesterone cream to do the estrogen balance. You know, but uh, a, a big factor is getting rid of a lot of estrogenic chemicals, 
and metals to lower estrogen, but for testosterone, you know, it that's you just have to detox to to be able to you know get rid of these metals that interfere in testosterone. If you want to have a good libido and good orgasms, you have to have healthy testosterone. Toxic metals are cock blocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> Seriously. Can you give us a couple of simple detox tips for our listeners to begin detoxing today? Yes. So uh, one of my favorite ways to detox is with an infrared sauna. That is an amazing way. I mean, you can get one at home or you can go on spafinder.com and you can type in infrared sauna and find one near you. And even just a couple times a week, you're going to start sweating out all of these metals and chemicals in your body. And that's a start. What about hot yoga? Because I teach hot yoga. Will that do it? It doesn't. It's good to sweat. (laughs) But the the thing with the infrared sauna is it heats you up from the inside out. Mm. So you really have much more uh, detox effect when you use an infrared sauna. It's really a a, a huge, huge, huge difference. But sweating is important, just sweating from exercise. But it's not the same. A lot of people are doing that, and they're still very, very, very toxic. You've got to take it like a little one step further. Uh. Infrared yeah. hot yoga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I thought about that for a while too. Like, why is that not yet out? Hmm. Invention idea. So, aside from um, infrared saunas, Wendy, some of like the because I consider infrared saunas um, more, I would say, intermediate to advanced. So, for people yes. who are just looking to get started on some daily things that they can do that they see a difference um, for heavy metals and beyond, what are, uh, what's maybe one basic one that they can try? Yeah. So the simplest thing that you can do is taking a supplement called Pectisol C and that is a modified citrus pectin. And that is basically like a mop for your blood and it will absorb all kinds of metals, all these metals I'm talking about that interfere in your hormones. It will mop up chemicals, estrogenic and obesogenic chemicals, and you will just urinate them out. And it's really important Whoa. if you're doing any type of detox program, any kind of infrared sauna, you need to be taking Pectisol C to bind onto all these metals and get rid of them. And you can do about five grams a day, which is about a scoop, or if you prefer the capsules, you can do about six capsules a day in the morning an hour away from medications, supplements, or food, because it's a binder. You don't want it absorbing your supplements or your thyroid medication or whatever you're taking. And that's what I do every single morning. And one of the best detox things that you can do for your body. Wendy, what's the difference between that and activated charcoal? Because I know there's a lot of people who take activated charcoal out there. Activated charcoal is a great binder. I take that when I drink alcohol because it protects my liver and it just absorbs all that the toxin which is alcohol and but it's it's a very good binder but it's you don't want to take it long term and it doesn't get as many toxins as the pectisol c the pectisol c is one of the only binders that has a clinical trials behind it mm. and at least for the for, among all the other modified citrus pectins and it's just so amazing at getting uh, rid of so many different metals. I mean, it gets rid of, I mean, aluminum, antimony, arsenic, barium, bismuth, cadmium, cesium, lead, mercury, nickel, platinum, uh, thallium, tin, and titanium. It absorbs a lot of metals. And so 
that's really my go-to when I am, you know, trying to detox my clients or advising people to detox at home. It's so effective and it's very, very safe. It's just good for long-term use. Yeah, and I know people get really freaked out and weirded out about the word detox. And so I know that you and I are on the same page with this, Wendy. It's not Detox doesn't need to be this like this really scary process where you have to bubble yourself away from the world for weeks, if not months at a time. It's a, it's a process because it takes a long time for us to get to this point where we're super toxic. And I wanted to share also, if you could share a few of the things like the prevention tips, because, you know, for women, especially lead in the lipstick, I know women are thinking like, oh, still like they're, if you could share a few common things that women specifically can avoid and maybe a few for men that are contributing to the toxicity. Yeah. So, you know, choosing your beauty products, right, is huge. I have an article on my site called Wendy's Favorite Beauty Products. I have a very extensive list of safe makeups because like you said, yeah, there is lead and lipstick and there's a lot of metals like the sparkly eyeshadows can have nickel and aluminum in them. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, but there's a lot of amazing natural product lines, uh, you know, in the past, like maybe five years ago, there wasn't, but today they have some amazing natural product lines that have really nice colors and shimmery, you know, eyeshadows and whatnot. So you, yeah. yeah. And so you want to be uh, careful with the makeup, with the the beauty products. You want to avoid fragrance unless it's from essential oils. Those fragrances are making you fat <gasps> and they're making, they're killing your libido. I'm sorry to be the one to break this to you, but those are all petroleum based estrogenic chemicals in those fragrances oh, no. and they're not doing you any favors or not. They're clogging up your liver so Ugh. it can't get the real toxins in the environment that you can't control. And so you need to give your liver and your body a break and just get rid of these perfumes and, you know, laundry detergents and cleansers and all this stuff with fragrance in them. Just look for stuff, natural things with essential oils, and they're not that much more expensive. Isn't it so funny that we get on the birth control pill so we can have irresponsible sex in massive quantities, and then we go spend all this money and invest a ton of time finding the perfect makeup that makes us sparkle and shimmer and makes our lips appear as vagina lips so that we can bring (laughs) forth the men that we want to procreate with, yet these are all the things that make us the most toxic and decreased libido. And fat. And make us fat. Like, yeah, we're trying Mm -hmm. to be more beautiful with these things to attract the right person to have fun, playful sex, but yet it's decreasing our libido and making us um, less appealing to the the opposite sex. That's such a shocker. I hope nobody got in a car accident listening to this. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Or they're like at at the, like, toxic beauty product counter listening to this while they're getting their makeup done for a photo shoot. Yeah, with their earbuds yeah. in, and they all of a sudden <laughs> stop the present. Stop! Don't put the sparkles on my eyes. If anyone wants to submit a perfect YouTube video that you create while you're doing this and tag us all, all three of us, that would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wendy, um, I want to close off. We want to close off by uh, introducing a little bit about your program to our listeners if they're curious about it. And we're going to be providing the links below so you guys can um, take yourselves over there to Wendy's website. Um, But what are the two best things that you recommend? You know, number one is how to best assess toxicity levels for heavy metals. And then what do you do with your program to specifically help people to detox metals that interfere with libido, sex enjoyment, orgasms, and vajayjay health, as well as men's sexual health, which we didn't talk too much about today? 
Yes. Well, you know, my program is called Mineral Power, and it's basically using minerals to detox the body. It's using, you know, specific supplements based on your metal toxicities that we find in your testing to detox your body. And it's everyone's a little bit different. Different metals get different supplements. And, you know, I use, I start with a hair mineral analysis. And from there, I'll kind of take, you know, a, a long health history. And then I'll do urine a challenge tests or a stool metals tests to find the, you know, different metals come out in different ways in the body, some in the hair, some in the urine, some in the stool. And then I do all kinds of other stuff, uh, functional medicine tests if people need those. But essentially, uh, everything that's done on my mineral power program helps to reduce the toxic metal burden in the body as quickly as possible so that you can start repairing your hormonal health, repairing your thyroid repairing your adrenal glands, repairing just in generally, um, you know, all of your hormonal functioning so that you can meet your health goals, whether that's increased libido or get off your thyroid medication or get pregnant, whatever your health goal is. You know, I've helped a lot of people meet their goals using my mineral power program. Mm. I love that. I'm definitely going to check this out. Yes. Yeah, we do all kinds of other cool stuff, but we have a bioenergetic program we use with people as well. Anyone that does mineral power, they also get this uh, bioenergetic scan. I got mine in the mail today. Yes, Dan, you got yours. And it's a really cool program. And and I use this bioenergetic program because it builds people's energy up really fast. So they feel a lot better within about 30 to 60 days because you need energy to detox. Yeah. So a lot of people have coffee. Yeah. She's not talking about coffee, you guys. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people come to me. They're too tired to detox or they have all kinds of health conditions and they're just not ready. So we do this bioenergetic program to build their energy up, get them sleeping, get them feeling a lot better. And then we can drop that detox bomb on them. (laughs) Detox Detox bomb. bomb. (laughs) You're such a terrorist, Wendy. Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like sitting here drinking my coffee and I'm like, no, it's not. That's not coffee. That's mushrooms. Putting it away. Oh, I, I'm like shoving it to the sides. Oh, you, you came here with coffee. I didn't know. <laughs> okay, Wendy, let's do it like this. We're going to close off this way. If you could take, if you could like find a 30 second soundbite that gives people the formula to really help them understand what they need to be doing to get their sex drive back by way of detoxification and really amplify the importance of this, you know, the formula whiteboard, like this does this to you that does this. So therefore we need to do this so that you can this. How would you summarize that? Yes. So if you want to have a screaming libido, you have got to get rid of toxic metals in your body like cadmium and mercury and lead. And really the only way you can do that is, you know, working with a professional that knows how to do that slowly and safely. Mm. And so you guys can check me out at mineralpower.com and on live to 110.com. When you're the bomb, and I, we just said that you were a terrorist, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Only to toxic metals. Yes. Not to be confused with heavy metal music. Yeah, she bombs out the toxins in your body so that you can get back to play in the bedroom, having sex with some really healthy, amazing food. Because hashtag sex matters. We love you guys, and we want to see you in your bedroom more often, loving on yourselves and each other. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in, lovers. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. You can find out more about our guests and topics from our show by checking out katmeyer.com or dianekazer.com. Until next time, don't forget to nourish your sex life.